shout out to the Houston Texans. Yes, as you can see right here, um, I'm a huge Deshaun Watson fan. I am a Green Bay Packers fan. I'm not a Texans fan, but I had to give me a Deshaun Watson jersey roughly a year ago. I'm going to rep Deshaun Watson today because in Houston, Texas right now, if you are a Texas fan, it is a time to celebrate. The Houston Texans recently yesterday just won the AFC South. At worst, they are going to be the four seed in the playoffs and host a home playoff game on wildcard weekend. I do believe they have a shot to get the three seed. If the Chiefs lose one more game and the Texans win out, because I do believe the Chiefs, um, the, the Texans hold the tiebreaker over the Chiefs because they beat them. But again, guys, it's, it's a great thing in Houston right now. And my thoughts on Houston winning the division is they did what they need to do. Um, in the offseason, I picked the Texans to win this division simply for one reason. Well, not obviously for other reasons because they have a pretty good team. You know, you don't win 10 or 11 games without being a solid good team. Okay. But the main reason was because of the, because of Deshaun Watson. You know, I initially picked the Colts to go 11 and 5 and win this division because Andrew Luck, I thought Andrew Luck was the best quarterback in that division. Okay. But Andrew Luck retired. Okay. And so whenever a great quarterback leaves your division or he retires, you have to take advantage of that opportunity. Andrew Luck retiring. I said this in the offseason. The fact that Andrew Luck retired open the Houston Texans window to dominate the division with Deshaun Watson and be a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl contender for roughly a 10-year stretch at the bare minimum if he stays healthy and they maximize the opportunity. When a, when this happens, you have to take advantage of that opportunity. Deshaun Watson by far is the best quarterback in this division. Listen, I don't care how many good players the, the Titans have, okay? I don't care how many good players the Jaguars have. I don't care that Frank Wright is a really good head coach. Uh, Deshaun Watson in this division, I'm going to pick him. And the Texans, they did what they, they needed to do. But I also like the fact that the Texans have identified their weaknesses and they're learning to fix them and they're getting better and better as the years go on. Go on. You know, for years and years, the Packers failed to surround Aaron Rodgers with a defense and a running game until this year. Same with Drew Brees until recently. Same with Dan Marino. Same with all these quarterbacks that have had a boatload of talent. Heck, even Matt Ryan. As, as many great weapons as the Falcons have put around Matt Ryan, they never gave him a defense, okay? So, my thing is, the Texans identified their weakness heading into this year, and they fixed it in the offseason, okay? And that weakness was offensive line. What they do, they didn't just say, oh, we're going to just act like we have a good offensive line and just play and roll out our team. No, they addressed the offensive line. They traded for Lermy Tuntle. They gave up a lot of draft capital. I did believe that two first-round picks was a lot for Lermy Tuntle. But again, I believe Lermy Tuntle is a very good left tackle, one of the three best left tackles in football. And he's going to be a perennial pro bowler for the next, I would say, seven, eight years. So if you can get that type of player... I'm okay with giving up two first-round picks for that, okay? They also drafted Titus Howard. He was helping them out earlier in the year, but however, he did get injured. He, his his season is now cut short. Titus Howard is going to be there for the future. He's a, he's a bright spot in that team. Max Sharping is a, is a clear-cut star for them. He's going to get better and better. This Houston Texans offensive line, it's not elite, but it's no longer terrible. Last year, Deshaun Watson was sacked 62 times. That's unworldly. That's ridiculous. That's embarrassing. The, I know he holds on to the ball a little bit sometimes, but guys, 62 sacks is 62 sacks. Okay, that was by far the worst offensive line last year. And guys, I have a I have a theory in the NFL. If you have a bad offensive line, you cannot be a Super Bowl contender. You just can't. Name the last bad offensive line that won a Super Bowl. You can't find it. 
So the Texans, they fixed that issue. They traded for Gary on Conley midseason. I did like the fact that they lost Jadavion Clowney via trade, but again, they probably weren't going to retain Jadavion Clowney, so why not get a couple pieces back for him? So again, shout out to the Texans. Listen, I like the Texans team. I think they're doing some really good things. Um, I don't know if they're quite Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders. I think they're a piece or two away. But again, let's talk about this roster. Obviously, the thing that stands out for me with the Texans is their wide receiver core. Okay, the wide receiver core is really, really good. DeAndre Hopkins, arguably maybe the best wide receiver in football. Kenny Stills is great in the slot. Will Fuller is a great, is a great deep threat. Um, Jordan Akins is a stud young tight end. Um, Darren Fells is a reliable, as a reliable tight end. They got two legitimate tight ends that they use on the red zone a lot. They got, a, they got a guy on the outside that can win one-on-one -on -one matchups. They got a deep threat. They got a slot threat. And they got two really good tight ends. So again, excellent tight ends. Outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't think any other team has better weapons on the outside than the Houston Texans. Maybe the Falcons, but again, I think the Texans have that edge. As far as their running backs go, they improved their running back group in the offseason too by adding Carlos Hyde and getting Duke Johnson in there. You got a guy that can catch passes out of the backfield, and you got the bruiser, you know, in the middle as far as running between the tackles with Carlos Hyde. So again, two really two solid running backs. I don't think they're elite running backs. They're not great, great, but they're really good. They can get the job done. And also Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's amazing, guys. I've said for time and time again, I don't know how the Chicago Bears and the San Francisco 49ers, I might add too, missed out on drafting this guy, Deshaun Watson. I did not get why they did not select Deshaun Watson, okay? That, that's going to forever change their franchise. Um, I thought he was a can't-miss prospect coming out of college. Um, This guy had a great arm. He was accurate. He had great leadership skills. Dabble Sweeney called him the Michael Jordan of football. How can you pass up on that guy for Mitch Trubisky? Really? I mean, it's just, it's not even close. He had three years, he started three years of college, so inexperience is not an issue. That's an issue with Dwayne Haskins right now in Washington. So he had a lot of experience too. Not to mention, he went up against Nick Saban's defense in the national championship twice and beat him once and almost beat him the, and almost beat him the first time. So he killed Nick Saban twice. And on a team full of elite NFL level players, I did not understand it. Deshaun Watson, to me, he makes so many great plays off schedule. His accuracy, his touch, he's a touchdown machine. Got seven rushing touchdowns on the season. And, guys, not many players can go 11-5 with the worst offensive line in football. Deshaun Watson did that last year. The guy went 11-5 with the worst offensive line in football. He's not the most naturally accurate passer. I do believe that Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson... Quarterbacks like that, they're more natural passers of the football, meaning they're just naturally accurate. Deshaun Watson is very accurate, no doubt. He completes about 66 or 67% of his passes. He's really accurate, but at times he misses high, he misses low. His mechanics aren't the best, but again, I can work with that, guys. I think Deshaun Watson, you know, there's Russell Wilson to me, who's the best quarterback in football. Then there's like Aaron Rodgers, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Not in any particular order, you know, you know, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, you know, um... I'm missing someone right now. Lamar Jackson. I think Deshaun Watson's in the, right there. I think he's one of the seven or six, six or seven best quarterbacks in football. And you can make the argument right now, Deshaun Watson is in the top five. I think Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback right now. He just elevates his he elevates the players around him. He's he can beat man coverage. He can beat zone coverage. He makes really good decisions. He's a dual threat quarterback. He can make plays off schedule. I mean, it's just so many good things to like about Deshaun Watson. I do think his deep ball accuracy needs to get better. He does need to get he does need to do a better job of getting rid of the football and not taking so many sacks and just taking what the defense gives him a little bit more. He needs to work on not he needs to work on read defenses a little bit more because at times you can bait him into bad turnovers. But again. 
I think, look, I could throw all the stats in the world out, out there at you when it comes to Deshaun Watson, but I believe that, look, I don't, I've come to the realization that stats are overall just overrated when evaluating quarterbacks, okay? Don't give me Matt Ryan's stats. Don't give me Phillip Rivers' stats. Don't give me these quarterback stats if they're not winning, okay? Actually watch the games. Deshaun Watson is excellent at beating man coverage and managing a game, and he's great. He makes game-winning plays and game-winning decisions, okay? And I believe this is the one stat that really defines Deshaun Watson, okay? The Houston Texans this year are 8-3 and three in one-score games, okay? That's pretty impressive, okay? I want to see, in cl- that, what that tells me is that Deshaun Watson's a really good quarterback because when the coaching is about even, when the rosters are about even, when things are not going your way, when you're on the ropes, when things are tight in the fourth quarter, can you pull through? And usually the teams that win those close games either have re- a really good coaching staff or a really good quarterback. And Deshaun Watson, he's going to win you about 60 or 70 to 80% of your close games because he's just that guy at quarterback. He makes game-winning plays. He's clutch. Last year, Deshaun Watson was 6-5 and five in one-score games. He's gotten even better this year because he's 8-5 and five in one-score games. I get it. You know, um, one-score games don't have to do everything with the quarterback. Obviously, the coaching staff has something to do with that. But again, Deshaun Watson's amazing, guys. I cannot rave about him enough. Um... You know, let's talk about the Houston Texans as far as how I feel about them come playoff time, okay? Now, they're most likely going to play the Buffalo Bills in the first round of the playoffs, um, unless the Chiefs lose. I don't think the Chiefs will lose to the Bears. I don't think they'll lose to the Chargers. Um, so let's look at what the Texans have done. Who have they beaten? They've beaten the Chiefs on the road. They've beaten the Patriots. They've beaten the Colts. They've beaten the Titans on the road. And they've beaten the Buccaneers, okay? I believe the Colts, I'm sorry, not the Colts. I believe the Texans' ceiling is is the AFC Championship game, okay? I believe that, okay? Because I believe that Deshaun Watson is on and DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller and Kenny Stills and those great tight ends and running backs are at their best. This team just offensively can go on a hot streak and carry a team to the play, to the play, not playoffs, I'm sorry, maybe potentially to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're gonna good enough to beat Baltimore quite yet because I saw them play Baltimore and they got destroyed. But again, I can see this team in the AFC Championship game. However, I'm not betting on that, okay? I just think the Houston Texans are too inconsistent for me to say they're a true Super Bowl contender. I'm not going to completely bet on it. Again, it's, it's possible. You know, the Packers a couple years ago, I believe nine years ago with Aaron Rodgers, they won as a wild card. Um, Eli Manning has won as a wild card twice in the playoffs. So again, it's been done. I think Deshaun Watson is cut to do that. But again, I haven't seen enough from Deshaun Watson to say that he can do that. Um, The thing about the Texans is, I just think they're too inconsistent. Um, they got blown out at home by the Broncos, 38-24. to um, They lost to Kyle Allen and the Panthers at home. Kyle Allen is not a very good quarterback. They got blown out by the Baltimore Ravens. That shows you how they stack up with the elite of the elite among the AFC. They barely beat Oakland. They barely beat the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, I might, I might add, along with the Colts. So, as good as the Texans are, there are some inconsistent red flags to this team. I just don't think they're consistently, like, that great of a team. They Week to week, they don't bring it every week. And I believe the fact that the Texans dominated the Patriots at home and the very next week, they got destroyed by the Denver Broncos, that shows me they're not mature enough as a team or their coaching staff is not competent enough to get them prepared week to week. And I understand the playoffs are a whole new animal. It's different, but again... I think a prime example of a good team that knows how to win 
is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Patriots because they don't get too high after emotional wins, you know. The, a prime example is the Chiefs. They beat the Patriots on the road. The best win of the Andy Reid era, okay, with Patrick Mahomes. The very next week, they dominate the Denver Broncos. The Texans, they, went, they the very next week, got destroyed by the Denver Broncos, okay? I also have concerns because J.J. Watt is no longer on the team. He's hurt. He's out for the year. That's a pass rusher that they really will need come playoff time to chase around Lamar Jackson, to chase around Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. As good as the defense has been at times, the defense statistically is not very good. They're 28th as far as total defense. They're 29th versus the pass. They're 19th versus the run. They're 16th in scoring defense. So this defense bends a lot. And I have raved about the offensive line, but versus the Panthers, the Saints, and the Ravens, and the Buccaneers, versus some teams that have real pass rushes, the Texans have, show, have shown the inability to block them up front. And I know Bill O'Brien has won this division for the last five seasons, but again, that playoff that playoff loss he had a year ago with Deshaun Watson and his team last year to the Colts. I know the Colts were a really good team, but they were at home. They got embarrassed. They got destroyed by the Colts. So, again, I think Bill Bryan's a good coach, but I this is my theory. I I would have to see how the game plays out. But honestly, guys, if the Texans do not win a first round playoff game. I'm firing Bill O'Brien. I am. Because I don't think Bill O'Brien, at least up to this point, he's not shown me that he's good enough to take this team over the top. The Texans rarely have a coaching advantage in a game. I think Bill O'Brien's a good head coach. Again, he's won the division for the last five years. It's pretty impressive. Okay? He has a career record of 52-43. and 43. That's pretty good. But is it good enough? I believe in today's NFL, with so many good teams that are out there, you need special coaching and special quarterback play. I believe Deshaun Watson is a special quarterback. However, I don't think Bill Bryan is a special coach. I think Bill Bryan's a good coach. But again, that's how I feel about the Texans. I think that right now, they're probably the fourth best team in the AFC right now. I think Buffalo and them are bowing it out. I'll give them the edge over Buffalo just because they have the better quarterback and the better offense, but again, coaching, defense, run game, fundamentals, not being yourselves, that's the Buffalo Bills. If I'm the Texans, I'm afraid to play the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Texans manage things this next week because they have a home playoff spot locked up. If I'm the Texans, I will still play my stars the final game of the season just a little bit, just to stay sharp and fresh because I don't want to you know, fall off a cliff with my players, but again, that's how I feel about the Texans. I think their ceiling is very high. But again, if I had to bet my money, I believe the Texans will win a playoff game at home. But then after that, they'll probably lose. And I don't see them getting past the division round. I think I don't think they'll beat the Patriots come playoff time. I don't think they'll beat the Ravens come playoff time. And I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs come playoff time. I know they beat the Chiefs the first time. But the Chiefs have improved over the course of the season. The Texans, they've kind of stayed about the same. So again... That's where I'm at with the Texans. Be sure to comment where you agree with me and disagree with me. Love to hear what you guys have to say in the comment section.